Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Well, good morning, Puget Sound. This is Scott Ralston sitting live in studio. Rick Gregorick is taking a well-earned day of vacation. So I'm in the studio live this morning with Tom Cock from Vestry. Good morning. Well, it is finally a beautiful weekend, it sounds it like. It sounds like we may have to get to the lawn sometime in I, the next 36 hours, yes. I, I remember um, when I first moved here, I moved here in uh, 2006 now. So so I moved here in 2006 and I was in, I was told about January. <laughs> And yesterday it felt like it, even though we were still in May. Yeah, that was really some day. I, I had never, you know, I, I'm like, January? It's yeah. like, yeah, mm. just, you know, just wait till June. Yeah. That's what I was told. So. You'll be, we'll all be hoping for one of those downpour days in about August after we've had the six weeks of dry, sunny weather. So we'll see how it goes. So it's going to be a great day today. Get out there. Of course, I would wait an hour or so because we've got a great show ahead. So We do indeed. And the clouds won't clear until, of course, we finish the show. So. <laughs> That's, that is already set up. It's in the script. Good Perfect. job, Scott. We yeah. ordered that. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're uh, Gregorick & Associates. I'm one of the associates, hence the name Gregorick & Associates. And we are a planning firm. We're really, really big on planning. We're talking about estate planning, financial planning, you know, premarital, postmarital planning, Business planning, business succession, you know, all of these things, why we are such big proponents of this is avoiding problems down the road. I, I can't tell you how many clients I've had that have come to me under circumstances because I do primarily the litigation in the firm. But so many clients come to our firm that that haven't done the planning. You know, for instance, they, they didn't set up a business entity. They decided to go into business and then they found themselves exposed to liability personally because they didn't set up the business or they did the do-it-yourself. They, they got online. They set up a, you know, an LLC, which is a common thing people do. They're like, yeah, I got my LLC. And they set that, that, that LLC up. So they've got themselves a valid business entity, but then they don't actually operate the business using that entity. Um, you know, other situations, you know, one of the classic situation, if you're a fan of our show and you've been, you know, listening to us for a while, um, powers of attorney. I had this this great case where, you know, some people did some powers of attorney and they didn't check the boxes. So they had a piece of paper with n- actually no direction whatsoever to the attorney in fact. So the attorney in fact is going around trying to open up a bank account, you know, deal with mom's financial issues when mom was having some trouble dealing with her own financial issues. And, it, and it's a useless piece of paper because the planning wasn't done properly. So, we're, you know, those are the kinds of examples and of course, I could spend the next you know hour until it gets sunny. Of course, yeah. Uh, talking about all these different types of, of situations that arise where people you know should do planning and don't do planning. But what we want to talk about today is life changes. When you have a life changing event, 
and in doing not just your legal planning, but also your you know financial planning, taking a look at your financial planning. So we're talking about you know getting your estate plan in place, meeting and talking with a, a qualified financial advisor, someone that really you know can give you the kind of input that you need based upon your risk, you know, and based upon your age and just kind of based upon your general goals. So, you know, working with attorneys, working with financial representatives so that you can put together a plan in place. So what what are some of these life-changing events? Well, I think, you know, getting married. That's probably one of your first, you know, major life-changing events that most people have. You know, you get you get done with your college education, you Hopefully, go out there and you know you know meet somebody, and when you meet somebody, then it's time to start thinking about getting married, and then of course it's going to be time to start thinking about having a family as yeah. well. So, you know, when you get married, what are some of the types of planning that you want to consider doing? Well, you you want to you know maybe you know most people don't think about this at age early twenties, uh, setting up um, a premarital agreement. Most people don't think about that because they're they're young, uh, they're just starting out, and you know everything is uh, puppies and daisies. Yeah, you not know, worried it's, about it's, yep. it's perfect. You know, but you know, premarital agreements are something that you know people should consider. Uh, statistically speaking, uh, divorce is very very high um, in the first uh, five years. Uh, there's above 50%, I believe, is the status uh, wow. stat- statistic these days for people that separate and divorce. So it's an extremely high number of individuals that their marriages just don't survive. So premarital agreement is one of the things you might want to consider doing. So um, how does a premarital work- agreement work? Well, you basically agree as to what is one spouse's and what is the other spouse's. And that if you're to separate, how those things are going to be divided. And then also you agree as to whether one or both individuals are obligated to provide maintenance. And it's basically the agreement. Of course, a, a premarital agreement cannot deal with child support. That's within the purview of the courts. So the parties can't agree in a premarital agreement as to child support or custody of children because that's that's just not an option for the parties to agree to going into the marriage. But the other thing is, is when you get married, you know, you want to do your estate planning. You know, you want to provide for your spouse. You want to provide for your children once they're born. Um, and you want to make sure that you have, you know, decision-making authority because let's, let's say you, you're 22, 24. You get married. And shortly after you get married, one of the spouses is involved in an auto accident. Um, they become incapacitated. Well, who's going to make those decisions for them? You know, logically, the spouse would be the one that would be making those decisions. But at such an early age and such an early marriage, maybe they would make different decisions. Maybe they would want their parents to make their decisions. So those are the kinds of things that you can put into your estate plan. And of course, you want to go to put into your estate plan how to provide for your children, uh, how to provide for your spouse if in the event you become disabled or you pass away. Um, so, so all of these, you know, planning documents at a young age and and at, when you first become married. The other thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to sit down and talk with your financial advisor. You know, retirement it's a long ways off when you're in your early twenties, but it's out there. Yeah, and you should be starting on it. I mean, actually, Absolutely. as soon as you have any income, you should be trying to set aside part of it. And for those younger people, if you have kids or grandkids, or if you're younger, I mean, a Roth IRA. Wow. I mean, a Roth has all those years of tax-free growth. So for anybody young, 
as soon as they have any income, you want to set that aside in Roth. I mean, in the other part, obviously, is once you're employed, then being part of the employer program, right? Uh, and then the other ones, because you mentioned this, Scott, I think it's very important people overlook. I'm not in the business of it, but life insurance, because if you're married, you got responsibility to the other party. And if you have children, then there's even more responsibility. So all of those things should be closely looked at anytime you're in your early 20s. Yeah, and I remember when I first started working in my early 20s was when I first got my exposure to um, benefits through my employer, yeah. such as the 401k. Correct. And then also, um, you know, we had, uh, I believe it was Aflac or a company similar to Aflac that provided some uh, additional cafeteria type options and benefits as well. So, you know, decent insurance, decent disability insurance. Because, you know, you don't necessarily have the funds to really go out and necessarily, you know, buy very large insurance policies when you're just starting out. But some of these plans are available at moderate cost through your employer. So it's good to take a look at those things. Um, You know, Roth IRA, you mentioned that. that. I mean, for for our listeners, the distinction between, you know, the 401k type of uh, retirement plan is those are – pre-tax dollars, they go in and then when you take them out, they're taxed. The difference with the Roth, and of course, they, they grow tax-free, So, but but then you get taxed. Regular you income tax. As, tax. as yep. income tax. Mm-hmm. But with the Roth, they are pre-tax. They're post-tax. post-tax. Yep. So you invest them post-tax, and the advantage of that is that when they grow, you're, they're not growing. They're growing and tax-free then that way. No requirement to take them out at, at 70 and a half as you have to do with a 401k or IRA and you may have read this this week. Congress, the House, has pushed the required minimum distributions back to 72. The Senate's version is 75, so there may be some some room there. But I think the important thing to think about is when your income is relatively low in your early 20s, that is a time to save it Roth because it's not going to impact your tax bill much. Once you get older and have higher income, it might make sense to do some pre-tax and post-tax. So you, you want to think about that planning as well. And if I wanted to do that type of planning, what would be the best route? Because I, let's say I'm I'm making a certain dollar amount, and I don't know should I be doing all pre-tax? Should I be doing all post-tax? What blends should I do? How do I how do I get that assessment? Yeah, that's hard because I mean you want to look at your tax rate today, and of course tax rates with the change really to basically almost everybody now just using the standard deduction. Your rate Correct. is quite a bit different than it was a year ago. So you might want to look at that. I mean, and, and then you have to try to project and say, what will my tax rate be when I retire? Eh, nobody really knows that. So oftentimes with young people, I, I suggest you do half pre-tax, half post-tax to set these sort of different buckets, if you will, of money aside for when you retire. And as I mentioned before, you can you don't have to take anything out of the Roth if you don't have, if you don't want to. The other one, you'll be required to start taking that out at 70 and a half. You know, and all this sounds really, you know, time-consuming and and expensive, and it's not necessarily no. uh, time-consuming and expensive. And I think it's important at a young age, you know, early, just before you're starting your family, just starting your career, is to kind of build these types of habits, in my opinion, of of working with professionals. Yeah, you you are going to have to spend money, and at that age, it is hard to you know put out money to get you know, estate planning in place and and to maybe uh, pay a a financial advisor to provide you the type of advice that you're going to need. But, you know, doing that at an early age gets you in the habit of using professionals. And I think that the net benefit in the long run is is tremendous. It has been. I mean, and again, to that end, I would only hire somebody that is held to the same standard you are, Scott, which is a fiduciary. You have a legal requirement to put the client's interest ahead of yours. 
almost 99% of the people in my business are not doing yeah, that, that same requirement. So that's that a, a bit, and that's a big issue. It is a big issue. That is a really, really big issue because, and I've handled a, a, a few cases where non-fiduciaries, and I'm sure you know about this and have run into sure. this yourself, annuity salespeople. Yep, yep. And uh, annuity salespeople, I mean, there's there's good ones out there. Don't get me wrong. And of course, I'm not using anybody's names because I don't want to get in trouble with anybody. But annuity salespersons have a reputation for self-interest. Well, they have they have a self-interest is the right word because generally anything other than an immediate annuity, the commissions are huge. They're very incentivized to sell those to collect the commission. Oftentimes, in situations where they shouldn't be, I'll put it that way. Yeah, and and that's where why it's so important to have a fiduciary advising you in your finances. If you're hiring a lawyer, that's a fiduciary. Yeah, you're set. We are. We have. We we are required to act as fiduciaries and act in your best interest and put your interest ahead of ours. And with financial advisors, that's not necessarily the case. Indeed, and, it is and, not. And you definitely want to have a financial advisor that serves as a fiduciary. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about planning for life changes, triggering events, and the types of triggering events where you're going to want to talk to an attorney, you're going to want to talk to a financial advisor. If you want to join us, you can give us a call at 888-973-5476, 888-973-5476. Give us a call. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in our retirement, there are so many issues play. For some people, they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved. And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them. And that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up this month. Seats are limited, so sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book. Too. Go to 525longtermcare.com, 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and out of estate and elder law planning. 
At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, healthcare directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Welcome back to Your Partner-in-Law. This is Scott Ralston, live in studio, joined by Tom Cock from Vestry. We're talking a little bit today about planning and life changes, where you should take a look at your planning, initiate your planning. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of life changes where, you know, you need to take a look at your planning and either update it or get it in place. And we talked to, at the start of the show, we talked about marriage. When you get married, you definitely want to start putting some planning in place. The next event along the spectrum of life and is having a child. Yeah. And and when you when you have a child, I mean it just it changes your world. It changes what your planning needs are. Um you know, if you don't have an estate plan and you're you know married in your early 20s and then child comes along in your mid 20s, you know, what oh man, I got a child. I got all this responsibility now. What happens if I pass away? What happens if I become disabled? So what, what kind of planning do I need to do for my child? Well, first of all, if you don't have your estate plan in place, you're going to need your estate planning in place. If you do have your estate planning in place, you're probably going to want to update that. Uh, and then you're definitely going to want to look at insurance. Um, you're going to want to look at life insurance because you, at that age, you know, you're trying to accumulate and, and trying to kind of build your wealth. You, need, you know, maybe looking at buying a house. You need to replace a vehicle. You need to, you know, put some money in your 401k. So you might not be able to be putting away a lot of money at that time. But yet, if you were to become disabled, were to pass away, the financial strain could be pretty significant. So that's where I think, you know, yeah, I, I disability think, insurance and life insurance. Yeah, life insurance would be the, and people underrate the uh, the amount of people that need disability insurance, which is generally rather expensive, but you do want to have something there. Sometimes your employer, if you work for a larger company, will have that as an option. But I would put life insurance at the top and I'd say a nice term policy. I would not uh, I would not mix my investments with my insurance. So there's no reason to own anything but a nice term policy. Um, then, then as you say, the disability, and then uh, you still want to be making sure you're in the 401k. And then if you can afford a little bit for that child, set something aside for their education, maybe a 529. Absolutely. Which is which are great. There's some great plans out there. Utah's got a fantastic one that is age-based. It's very inexpensive, uses index mutual funds. It's the Utah 529 plan. That money, remember, goes in and then grows, hopefully, because it's exposed to stocks and bonds. And then when you take it out for any educational expense, that's tax-free. People have a tendency to forget that and then say, well, I'll set some money aside in this other account for my child, forgetting that when that grows and they take it out to pay for education, they pay tax on that. So, so, no so I'm, that. I'm actually glad you mentioned that second account, okay, because that's, that's one of the things. Because the 529, there are limitations on the 529. Of course. Right? Uh, it goes in uh, post-tax? Yep. So it goes in post tax, um, but it's but there are limitations on what you can actually use it for. Well, it's pretty broad. I mean, 
and by the way, they've expanded it to now allow you to use it for uh, youngsters' education too. C- correct. Before before college, but you can't buy a car. Nope, can't do that. So things like that. And yeah, that's no, what I'm that's saying. True. There are okay. the limitations, and so that second account, I, see I think, is a is a is a great idea if you do have a little bit of the resources to go ahead and and do that second account where you put some money in and start growing that money mm-hmm. for your child. Um, you know, you can do it as an as a irrevocable gift. What we have done is we've set up irrevocable trust uh, as a type of a, a plan. So that what you can do is is put that in that irrevocable trust, and that's that's asset protected as well for your child. Good point. So you got your five twenty nine for your education, and then you've got your irrevocable trust for your child that you just kind of you know feed money into when you've got money. And yeah, that, that creates some asset protection. Yeah, and you have two two different pots again, two, two different pots. barrel buckets, whatever. That you know, one is really as you said, completely for education. The other is for other things this young person could need. Car being one of them. Yeah, car. Uh, maybe they need to go to Europe. Things like that. oh come on yeah right <laughs> sure no problem no but I mean those are the those are the kinds of things that you know um, are are part of the college experience but that aren't necessarily payable from that that five twenty nine that college savings education plan so it's really good to have that second account and like I say when we do some planning uh, which is a little bit more you know a little more complicated yep. with, when we do it with the irrevocable asset protection trust but that's a really good option for you know planning for your kids education and also for the expenses over and above what that 520 and by the way cover. for that other account i love acorns acorns is a rounding serp this is a fantastic thing okay I, yeah i love cover acorns. this this is a good yeah, one. I, I love because it's it it for even for young people that can't save so acorns you go to acorns.com i get nothing from them for mentioning them but you you it's a rounding service so it's hooked up to your debit card and every time you have an expenditure of let's say $4.50 it takes the 50 cents out of your account it puts it into an acorns account it invests it in a globally diversified portfolio of etfs at a very low cost now you've had to have no discipline to save the money's invested i think it's fantastic for either you for saving for somebody else or as i said for a young person who just is never going to see the day where i got to write a check to save money i, I think no, it's fantastic no it's a great idea and it's one of those things that kind of you know you don't notice it as much yep it's not gonna it's Bingo. not gonna financially you know impact small you amounts so much, and it's these small amounts so so that's that's a that's that's a really really good time to plan. So the other thing when when child is born, the other type of planning you're going to do again, retirement because in college savings of course, but you you want to kind of focus more on your retirement. Absolutely. I think, and I think you're going to want to like go and talk to your financial advisor, go and talk to your you know benefits at work, and look at what some of the other financial planning is. And if I could mention one thing here, this is something people forget: when you're in a company sponsored retirement plan. The company generally has an advisor on that plan that will help you. That's you right. Don't even have to That's go help. You don't have to get any other help. I mean, those people are available. They'll help you say, do this, do this, do this. And so you have that help at your fingertips. Take advantage of it. Well, and also the online help that yep. you have typically with you know most any of the, the, the plans that are out there, yep. the retirement plans. There's a lot of online help as well that allows you to you know get access and get some you know additional information. So I think we're going to have to take a quick break here. And we'll be back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit when we get back after the uh, bottom of the hour here. I'm going to talk about a different event that we typically don't talk about when you should go and talk to your attorney and go and talk to your financial advisor. 
sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way, you maintain control of your money, and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 Advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 Advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high costs of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner-in-Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and out of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Welcome back to Your Partner-in-Law. This is Scott Ralston live in studio with Tom Cock from Vestry. We're talking today about life changes and when life changes occur, going and taking a look at your planning and talking to your attorney and talking to your financial advisors. So I mentioned before the break that I was going to talk a little bit about a life change event where you should seek advice of financial advisor and advice of your attorney that people don't typically think about. And that's when you ascend to the position of a fiduciary. Example, uh, your parents become disabled 
uh, or your parents start having uh, cognitive difficulties and they're having difficulty managing their financial affairs and they're having difficulty managing their day-to-day affairs. You are now stepping into the position of a fiduciary. A lot of cases that I've had come my direction, people have stepped into those positions. They become the decision maker typically for their parents um, and they have not done what they're supposed to do. Not necessarily done anything that is uh, illegal, but they have not abided by traditional norms that they need to abide by. For instance, if you're going to become the trustee, you need to get appointed the trust as a successor trustee and you need to you know, contact the banks, get on the tr- uh, accounts as the successor trustee. Instead of just starting to do this stuff, you've got to go make the legal – Right, and, and, yeah. and, and good examples of that a lot of the time is um, – you know, just you know, saying here, mom, uh, sign this check. Here, mom, sign this check because mom's not able to manage her financial sure. affairs. But yet, you know, the child has the ability to get mom to sign checks and pay things. That's not really the way this should be done. You know, if you're if you're a trustee and you're a power of attorney or just a power of attorney, you really should be taking over those accounts, putting those accounts in you know the name of the power of attorney. You know, as the power of attorney, exercising your authority to manage those uh, accounts, um, you know, becoming that successor trustee, in in meeting and conferring with an attorney, meeting and conferring with an accountant, and meeting and conferring with a financial advisor. Because you know, oftentimes what happens when you step into a position to take over someone's financial affairs, they have not been managing their financial affairs well. And the reason is, is because you know, cognitive declines tend to be you know, progressive. They're, they're, they're not something that are instantaneous unless there's an event such as a heart attack or a stroke. And so the individual has uh, over time not been managing their affairs. They've, they've just left money where it shouldn't be. They've spent money from accounts where they probably should not have spent. They've got – oftentimes, I mean, we'll run into situations where they have – dozens of accounts and you know as a fiduciary what you're going to want to do is is you know look at that and see okay what what do i need to do and you know you mentioned very early in the show talking about required minimum distributions that's another thing fiduciaries sometimes miss that and they there there's a consequence for not having taken those big one Yeah. yeah there's a consequence for not taking those required minimum distributions and that's why i say when you become the fiduciary you should meet with professionals, talk with professionals. And from a financial standpoint, as a fiduciary, you do need to take into consideration the age of the individual and the needs of that individual. And the reason that you need to take those things into consideration is is you should not be out there as a fiduciary taking care of someone's finances, taking big risks. You know, playing the market. You know, mom's got a hundred thousand dollars. By the or, way, nobody should be playing the market. Well, that's uh, another uh, thing. But okay. Yeah, but but from a fiduciary yeah, standpoint, right? That's that, bad. That's actually a breach of a fiduciary. Sure. Standpoint. You know, it can be because, of course, it's not a you know, it's not a breach if you make a bunch of money. But of course, it's a breach if you lose a bunch of which money. which is always a possibility. Which is playing the market. Yeah. More likely yeah. the possibility. Indeed. Indeed. So so if someone comes to you. You know, they can come and talk to you about, okay, what are some of the things that, you know, have a reasonable rate of return but also a low risk based upon my – typically my parents. Well, needs. yeah, we just we just discussed this, a case of this recently where a, a very well-known national brokerage firm was managing money primarily in municipal bonds, which as you know, are you get tax-free interest, which is a pretty low risk, I mean generally – 
if you own a lot of them and you go to Vanguard and own one fund where you hold 4,000 municipal bonds, that's good diversification, low cost, et cetera. But in this case, the broker decided, well, we'll just throw, we'll just sell you this little added thing, yield enhancement strategy that's going to make you real big money with no extra risk. And of course, it lost big money. While at the same time, they were charging them, in addition to the regular management fee, another uh, 1.75% a year. That's the kind of thing you wouldn't want to do as a fiduciary. And and by the way, a fiduciary financial advisor could never do that. But you you're talking about as a fiduciary to the the party involved in the in this legal setting. Yes, that would be a very bad thing to do. Anybody who's taking money out regularly of their investments wants to have things that are not very volatile, right? I mean, because you don't want them going up and down, you especially when you're you're reaching retirement. Age. Correct. I mean, when you're when you're reaching retirement age or into retirement or even beyond retirement, and you're starting to have you know difficulties with managing your financial affairs, your money at that point in time is not necessarily to grow. Nope. Your money keep it. Keep is it. to take care of you yep. and keep it. And yeah. it's and, and it's not, you know, the and that's one of the problems that we run into with some fiduciaries, especially, you know, kids, young kids, they come in and they're like, Okay, well, here's mom's all this money. I can grow this. I'm you know, I've always wanted I've always wanted to play the market. Yeah. So here's my opportunity and I and I'm gonna make mom really happy. Let me jump into some Tesla stock, yeah. some IPO. Uh, There's something right. out there that'll make me No, that you're absolutely right. That should be managed in a way that provides a little bit of growth, but mainly stability, because if you're drawing out of it, you don't want things going up and down. That's right. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about another life change where you should be talking with your professionals and working on your planning. If you're going to jump into the conversation, you got a question, give us a call, 888-973-5476, 888-973-5476. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Retirement, what does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. 
Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner in Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and outs of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now, back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Oh, that'll wake you up, won't it? Yeah. Mm. Move over, Rover. Mm-hmm. Let, can we say it? Scotty, take over? Okay. <laughs> Too easy. So we're talking today at uh, about life changes and when you should take a look at your planning or get your planning in place. Talk to your, you know, talk to your attorney, talk to your financial advisor. Um, we've talked a little bit about, you know, when you get married, when you have a child, when you become a fiduciary. Those are the three that we've covered so far. The next really big one. The fun one. The big one. Yeah. Separation and divorce. Yeah. Okay. So Washington, there's a hand clap for me because it's one of my favorite topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington law, basically when you file for separation, these are terms of art. When you when somebody, when parties separate and either you know moving into separate residences, moving into separate rooms, agreeing as to a separation date, uh, somebody filing for divorce or filing for legal separation. There's a different phrase, separation and legal separation. We'll talk a little bit about those two phrases. But once you separate, you are still married. And if you pass away or become disabled before the legal separation or final decree of dissolution is entered, whatever your planning is that is in place, unless it states otherwise, or if you don't have planning in place, likely your estate would be controlled by and go to your spouse. And that's one of the things that is a a pitfall, and it doesn't happen very often, but it is a a possibility, particularly uh, with silver-haired divorces. Well, We get get lots of those. I go one worse where divorces have happened and then beneficiaries have not been corrected and people we, have died. We're definitely going to talk okay. about that too. And then, we're and then it's like, well, too. how did the money end up? Because you never fixed the anyway. But so. but most, I mean, let's let's face it. Most of the situations where people separate, uh, they've got a couple kids, and if they were to become disabled, they would not want their spouse managing their financial affairs. They would not want their spouse, um, you know in charge of their share of the funds that are for the benefit of their kids because they're not necessarily going to make it to the kids. I mean, yep. you're, you're, so, so you're going to want to, when you separate, you're going to want to talk to your attorney about putting estate planning in place. A lot of um, attorneys, their, their practices are fairly compartmentalized. And so they don't necessarily, you know, they may be a family law attorney and they're very good at family law, but they may not necessarily do estate planning. 
most family law attorneys understand that estate planning does need to be done when you uh, initially separate. And so they may refer you out to somebody else to get that estate plan done. But it is a very good idea as soon as you separate is to go ahead and get your estate planning updated because, again, if you if you pass away or become disabled during that separation period, then your estate uh, would be potentially controlled by or uh, go to your spouse and that may not be what you want under the circumstances. Uh, also, once the legal separation or the divorce is finalized, you're now under Washington law. Your beneficiary designations on your accounts, etc., are they're treated as though your spouse is presumed to have predeceased you. And so if your spouse is designated on your checking account yep. and you divorce, the presumption is that you want your spouse to be treated as predeceasing you and typically your children would be the beneficiaries of that account if that's the way it's set up. So th- that is a presumption. Now, that's Washington's presumption. You don't want to rely on that presumption. You you want to, again, update your estate plan, number one, update your beneficiary designations for all of your accounts that have the beneficiary designations. Of course, for most accounts, we, we do not recommend that you do estate planning by beneficiary designation. We recommend that you do estate planning by hacking an estate plan and Makes having sense. your yeah. accounts directed to your mm-hmm. estate plan. But, you know, a 401k, for instance, you can't do it that way. Yeah. So you're going to want to update your your, your uh, beneficiary designations when you separate. You're definitely going to want to update them when you divorce. And you're not going to want to rely upon that, that uh, presumption because not all states have that presumption. I had a case several years ago where it was a California case, and California did not, at least at that time, have that presumption. Uh-huh. And we ended up in a fairly significant battle over a half-million-dollar policy, which was grabbed by an ex-wife. was intended for someone's children, but the ex-wife ended up getting the ones. So that's one of the things that you definitely want to plan for. The other thing is is when you you separate, and we'll talk a little bit about it when we get back from the break here, but the other thing that you want to do is you definitely want to talk to your financial advisor. It's really tough, and I I go through this a lot with the clients – they're so exhausted from the process of going through a dissolution, especially if it's a dissolution with kids and there's a lot of conflict and there's been financial issues. And wears you out. And it does. It just wears you out. But you really, you know, you know, as soon as you separate and if you're not ready to deal with it when you separate, definitely sometime after you separate, definitely after the divorce or legal separation is finalized, go to and talk with your financial advisor because oftentimes – the assets are getting split. So the 401k is getting split. The the brokerage accounts are getting split. The checking accounts, the mutual funds, all of these things are getting split. You are a certain age. You need to sit down and you need to talk with your financial advisor and just do a review. And pay attention when it comes to the splitting of those assets to taxes too because people have a forget about the fact that – you split it and then you spend you're going to you're going to pay tax on that so pay attention to all that kind of thing well so. it's in in you got to pay attention to basis yep. as well exactly. particularly for that's what I'm saying. for, yeah, for right. those accounts and that's yep. what you're talking about yep. is you know if you've got you know uh, actually we'll talk about this when we come back from yeah. the break cuz this is this is a real good topic to get into and when we get back from the break we're going to talk a little bit about uh, division of the assets in the divorce and making sure that you talk uh, with your financial advisor
sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. I have to tell you, what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in in our retirement, there are so many issues at play. For some people, they can't afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything that you've saved. And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so that all your children have to do is carry out your wishes. It's not a burden on them. And that's why I love the advice we got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do to find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a few classes coming up this month. Seats are limited, so sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book. Too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Look, I know how complicated planning your retirement can be, but you not knowing all your options can be costly. John Curley here with my friend and attorney, Rick Gregorick, your host of Your Partner in Law. Rick, tell everyone what they'll learn at your next class on June 12th. We teach individuals and families the ins and outs of estate and elder law planning. At this event, you'll learn how to develop your wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRA investments, and much, much more. Boy, you cover it all. We sure do, John. At this event, I'll be covering all of the important aspects of estate and elder law planning so that you can protect yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. Don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Start by attending Rick's class June 12th at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Now, seating is limited, so make your reservation now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Welcome back to Your Partner in Law. This is Scott Ralston live in studio with Tom Cock from Vestory. We were chatting a little bit before the break about financial planning when you separate or divorce and some of the tax implications, some of the things that you need to watch out for and some of the things that you need to plan for. And one is if you've got uh, brokerage accounts and uh, basis. Good example. Let's say, let's say you've got uh, uh, 100 stocks of Tesla. Yep, 100 shares of Tesla. 100 shares of Tesla, but they've been bought over a several-year period. The reason I choose Tesla is because it's so incredibly volatile. It's a perfect example. 
is is they've been bought over a several year period. Well, some of them might have been bought at $100. Others might have been bought at $300. So when you go to divide those stocks with your spouse, you know, it needs to be apples and apples and oranges and oranges. You can't just say you get all the apples, I get all the oranges because the value may actually be very different even though the face value looks the same because and, of the built-in tax liability. Right, tax liability. I mean, so if you bought the shares at 50 mm-hmm. instead of buying them at 100, I mean, if you get those 50s, you're going to end up selling that and taking a paying a, a lot much, of capital much gains. higher loss. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so you 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 know, you get 50 shares Correct. and your spouse gets 50 shares, but the basis on them is significantly different. That could be a huge financial disadvantage. I mean, I think one of the you, – you, at the beginning of this sort of discussion about divorce, you struck the, the right tone and that is most people at divorce, at the end of it, when they get to the finance, they're tired, right? And just beat you up. take that, whatever. Da, 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 I yep. got this. I got that. But that's when they should be most focused because you, we know that stat, the statistics show that generally women end up with less. Women Correct. don't think about this as much. They should be ever vigilant to make sure they're getting their share – tax appropriate, all those things, and have a plan moving forward. That's a great time to meet with a financial advisor. Yeah, it is It is a really good time to meet with a financial advisor because aside from the tax that we're talking about, the potential tax implications, it could be a disadvantage. You know, you're, you're a certain age and, and you, you may have relied upon your spouse yep. to do the, the Most the, of them, most the women do, yep. And, it's, and we're, not, we're, trying, we're not trying to be chauvinistic, I mean, no. but, oh. but it is unfortunately a reality of our society still. Um, but you want to sit down and talk with a financial advisor and get advice on, you know, what what should I be from a risk standpoint? When am I going to retire? What are my retirement needs? Here's the money that I have. What should I be putting that into? And you know, tell us a little bit about you know Vestry because I'm I'm familiar with Vestry, but I mean, you guys are all about mutual funds diversification. Yeah. You know, low cost, uh, low cost, and in index and, or index style, because we struck, we we talk about playing the market. I can't find anyone who can play the market, including the professionals, and make more than just owning the market. So a long time ago, I said I'll just take index funds. I'll take what stock markets globally have provided over a very long period of time. I'm okay with that. If you're not, if you've got a guy that can beat them, then go ahead and stay with that guy. I just can't find them, having been a journalist and an advisor for a very long period of time. But yes, Vestry is a registered investment advisor because the other theme you mentioned was a full-time fiduciary. We always have to put your interests ahead of ours. 99% of the firms in the country do not always have to do that. They're usually duly registered, right? They're an RIA and a broker-dealer. I worry sometimes you're not going to get the best advice to do that. So we're, and we're like you, Scott. We're kind of planning-centric. I mean, the investments are an important part of everything, but it really is having that plan in place. At yeah. whatever stage you are in your life, then you build the investments. Then you decide how much risk you build around that. But having advisors that are really looking at your situ- – I hate the word holistic, but it's the only one to come up with – looking at your whole situation to make sure you're sort of doing everything you can for your future, that's the way I think any advisor – No, and I, and I do too. And I think that there's another piece, and I, I call it comprehensive planning. But there's, a, there's another thing here – where uh, that comes up with a lot of my clients when they're done with the dissolution process and they, they get their estate planning in place and they get their financial planning in place, there's a sense of relief. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things because what happens is, is, is they get, all right, I'm, I'm done with the, the, the divorce. It, was, it beat me up. I'm tired. But I got all of my estate planning in place. I got my financial planning in place. And now I feel like I got that fresh start. I feel like now I can – 
proceed with my life. Because when you go through dissolution, legal separation, your life is – it's you're in purgatory. And, and, good word and, for it. And yeah. un, unpleasantly so. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're going through the process. And so to to be able to come out of it, do some planning, get some goals, financial goals in place, and just start to think about, okay, the future, I'm, I'm ready to start on my future. It's hard to do. And as you mentioned, it's at the end of a, a oftentimes grueling process, but it is the exact right thing to do. Again, not to be sexist, but generally women have a tendency to say it'll work out. And we know the numbers show it does not generally work out in their favor. So they should be vigilant. They should get great advice like you guys provide at Gregrick. They should have a registered investment advisor, fiduciary, helping them with the financial part and building for the future. I think you're, you're spot on with all those things. Yep. Well, it's been another great show. I know the sun is kind of working on coming out. I yeah. got a, I got a little view of the window from here, but it doesn't look like it's I think out they keep quite it limited yet. to keep everybody inside here more focused. Three probably. more minutes, I'm pretty sure it's coming out. <laughs> It'll be there soon. Lawn will be mowed, bikes will be rowed. I mean, and then tomorrow's the holiday. You can get out and enjoy it then, hopefully. So, so if you if you if you like what you hear here, and again, this is, you know, Greg Rick and Associates and then I'm Scott Ralston and then we got Tom Cock here from Vestry. If you like what you hear, Give us a call. You can reach my office, 425-284-3450. Uh, initial planning consultations at my office are complimentary. Um, people come in. They can fill out um, a life plan organizer. We get that to you in advance. That gives you the opportunity to kind of go through and, and put down the people that are in your life, what your finances are, what your goals are. And then what that does is it gives us kind of uh, an initial introduction to you on paper. You come in, you meet with us, we talk with you, we start getting your planning in place, we give you some of the options, uh, some of the things that you can think about, um, and then we start working with you. So it's it's an easy process. We know you're out there. We know you're procrastinating. We know you're listening. Nobody wants to do it. And nobody, nobody wants, wants to, to talk to it. their lawyer or hire no. a financial advisor because that's – Really not that interesting. So, yeah, yeah it's and hard. The, and the same thing for, for, for Vestry. Yeah, I mean, same we, deal. I'll, I, I, now you can make me remember the phone number, 800-386-3004. <laughs> you can always go to Vestry, V is in victory, E is in Edward, S-T-O-R-Y.com. All right. Well, everybody out there, have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Barbecue lots of good stuff. There you go. And enjoy the sun, which is going to be here in a few minutes. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event info, newsletters, and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.